Hello, this is your host Shane with Mountain Crypto. Today we're going to talk about Bitmain-backed cryptocurrencies, um, a big uh, mining company that also sells a lot of Bitcoin, Litecoin, and other cryptocurrency-type mining devices are going to start their own cryptocurrency. We're going to talk about the Brixis Nations, and uh, I think that's really important, so hopefully you will uh, stay tuned for that. And we're going to talk about Bitcoin, you know, do we need to keep calm and hodl on, uh, and why? So let's get right into it. First of all, my disclaimer, I am not a financial advisor. I don't give advice of any kind, just my opinion and sharing with you the things I'm looking at and doing. So with that, um, let's get into it. Bitmain-backed cryptocurrency is going to start up and open in Zurich. So basically here, um, Bitmain here is a uh, going to start a Singapore-based startup. And its CEO is uh, Mr. Wu. And he's going to expand the services through Asia and Europe through the Zurich office. And they are going to be registered under the name Chaintech in Switzerland. So the Max support will begin offer trading, lending, custody services in um, in the country at that point, according to uh, publication um, SwissInfo.ch. If you want to check that out further. Um, also, they have a European expansion um, that they are going to be doing over-the-counter trading and other custody services for crypto. So they've hired a lot of uh, former Bitmain staff that were laid off, are now hired um, back into this, it seems, and they are going to um, concentrate on this. They were founded in 2013. They're the largest, uh, one of the largest Bitcoin mining pools globally. They're also building a huge facility in Texas, but there's an even bigger one being built by a group of um, investors from Germany and America and different countries. So uh, that's something to to check out and that might be interesting to look into and see how they do moving forward. Now the next one I want to talk about, this, this one is kind of a serious conversation the Brixis Nations I don't know if you're familiar with the Brixis Nations but this makes up Brazil Russia India China and South Africa or the Brixis economic Bloc. so they meet together and they have become friends because of the United States right the US dollar is used throughout the globe um, it's you know, tied to the petrodollar. Um, there is different um, things that are imposed by the U.S. We've, as a country, we've been doing that for a long, long time. And to put it quite frankly, a lot of nations are just sick of it. And this is just one of many efforts to find a way around these sanctions and so on and so forth. So they... Um, have been really looking at being able to, you know, make more money and have their money transfer to and from each other for different things. They have a total gross domestic product of $40 trillion for the whole group, the Brixis group. So that is 23.2% um, of the gross world product. There's a lot of raw natural products that come out of China and Russia and um, also 
Brazil, and Africa. So there, there's a lot, and in India too, as far as that goes. So um, that's what they're looking at. They they want to profit off of that. They don't want to be regulated. Uh, they don't want to be told what to do. So the U.S. Um, uses different ways of doing this. Um, maybe you've heard of SWIFT, the SWIFT uh, system. This, in a nutshell, is how banking industries are able to talk to each other and transfer uh, electronically um, funds to and from each other. And this is also is is controlled largely by the U.S. and sanctions and things like that. I remember a um, few years back, you know, 20-plus years ago or whatever, people used to have Swiss bank accounts because the Swiss didn't report to um, the U.S. And people would get good interest and, you know, basically not pay taxes and stuff. And what happened was the Swiss caved in eventually and started giving that information to the U.S. and so that, you know, the U.S. could get all their tax dollars and stuff. But they just basically couldn't do business unless they had this and that were able to use a SWIFT um, system to have the payments, you know, international payments to be facilitated. So these countries in the um, uh, in, in the BRICSIS group are looking at a using a cryptocurrency possibly backed by gold and I'll try not to make this too long um, possibly backed by gold to be able to get around the US so um, they're already you know getting around doing different things and the Russians being able to to do that um, their Russian ruble has rose from 3% to 14% so when they get away from using the U.S. dollars and things like that, um, they stand to gain from that in multiple ways. Okay, they don't have to worry about their accounts being frozen by Russia and such. So, I mean, the time is coming when the American currency isn't going to be the uh, currency of the world, whether whether we like it or not, or whether the government likes it or not. So China has been working on their own cryptocurrency. You've probably heard that. And they want to have it tied to gold. So to give it some real value, um, they've talked about the, the Brixis community has talked about tying it to, you know, other cryptocurrencies that are out there, which would be great. But um, it's still something they're kind of in the talking stage. But they know that they need to do it, and they are looking at ways to do it. Another way is that they try to get around the SWIFT system, aside from cryptocurrencies, is uh, another system which is called the SPFS, and um, but it just it isn't as it isn't able to do everything that they need. So um, even though it's an alternative, and it has helped them um, move money, um, a, a percentage of money around for international business, they're still suffering. So. The sanctions had blocked Russia at least 20% of their defense transactions in 2018 because they're tethered to the U.S. dollar. So you can see they definitely like spending money on military stuff. China also is considering a national cryptocurrency. Why? To bypass the U.S. sanctions. Plain and simple. They don't want anything to do with it. Brazil has a positive stance on using stable coins. They're very interested in doing that. They're actually in Latin, in South America, they're using cryptocurrency more than uh, anybody else in that part of the world. India, 
um, has looked at a possible national digital currency to um, help fight poverty and corruption that is so rampant in their country right now. And um, they definitely want to do more business with Russia, who's one of their important energy trade partners. South Africa, um, they want to make money transfers accessible for their citizens because they are under bank there. And experts all agree that this is something that's going to happen. There is going to be a, a, a uh, cryptocurrency would be beneficial to them, and it is going to happen. And you can read about this in uh, Cointelegraph.com. The reason I bring all this up, not that they're going to help the blockchain per se, um, having their own cryptocurrency, um, it will you know, people will become more aware of cryptocurrency and possibly invest in cryptocurrencies. But, um, you know, I think it just tells us that if our dollar here in the U.S. is, you know, going to weaken because of not having the world's strength and so much um, transfers taking place and all of that, that, uh, you know, we would want to have at least a little bit of some cryptocurrency or something like that as a um, a store of value possibly something that we could think about so anyway this is just all things to think about in the world financial system because there's a lot going on right now and um, it sometimes it sounds kind of scary but um, the US is definitely going to change as a financial powerhouse in the world. It's it's destined to happen. It happens about every 100 years or so with uh, currencies. Early in this country's history, the Spanish uh, doubloon was used. And then uh, early in the 1700s, while we used the British pound, um, was used in this country. And then uh, since about 1914 or so, um, America currency has been, you know, kind of the currency of the world. So Spain, you know, was once a currency of the world and Britain pound, British pound was once a, a, a well traded currency of the world. And uh, the U.S. Uh, is now, but it's starting to wane and the cycle is going to change and likely um, some sort of cryptocurrency of some sort will be the, the next currency that uh, is the dominant one. We will see, most likely. All right. So, I always like to talk about Bitcoin most all the time. We're always talking about Bitcoin. As we go into Thanksgiving, um, you know, uh, the message from a lot of people, myself, um, there's a neat article in Coindesk today. It just says, uh, keep calm, hodl on, three reasons to look past Bitcoin's um, rut. And it's dated today. You can look that up if you're interested. But... You know, Bitcoin dropped. We were in the 6,000 range. It's popped back up in the 7,000 range again. We've already been to 14,000 this year. So, <clears throat> you know, what do we have to look forward to? It seems like it just it fluctuates so high and so low. And right now it's low, so a lot of people get bummed, right? But we have so much stuff going on on the demand side. We have institutional trading platforms like Backed. Fidelity um, digital assets. We see that they're starting to move. You know, when Back first started, um, it didn't make the market pump like everybody was hoping. It takes time to get these things going. But in November, 
It's been their biggest month, and they had 2,728 contracts traded. That's a 68% increase. So, you know, that really will make a difference if this type of um, increase in them trading um, Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies continues. So, remember, BACT is part of ICE, which owns the New York Stock Exchange. This is a very well-regulated platform and uh, is a storehouse of crypto assets aimed at institutional traders and company and companies so it is going to help increase confidence and as this happens then we're likely to see more favorable laws for trading um, bitcoin and and um, some cryptocurrencies on markets like fidelity so Fidelity, like, again, this is uh, an asset that they have called FDAS. It was launched earlier this year by Fidelity Investments. Um, This is for larger funds seeking a safe avenue to enter crypto without relying on the exchanges to store their crypto. So they have custody options, which that just means that the cryptocurrencies are stored offline in what they call cold storage. Very, very safe. Insured. Um, managed. Also, Fidelity is doing mining of Bitcoin. Um, So this is really legit and uh, is going to help um, bring a lot more people into the space. Um, What else? So lower BTC prices, you know, Bitcoin prices are going to really draw in a lot of investors. Now, there is some talk that investors may be selling off some of the Bitcoin um, to kind of create a low price, kind of kind of to manipulate the market a little bit so that they can pump it up um, even more when it when it when it gets ready to go because they they read the same articles, they know the same things that we know, but they're able to play with the market with their volume. So that's a possibility. Um, so one other thing in September, after the regulator signaled that it was in no hurry to approve, a ETF type securities and exchange for you know cryptocurrencies. Um, it says that Van Eck is selling shares in ETF like Bitcoin Bitcoin fund strictly to institutions. So it's already happening for institutional investors, and as they prove that this can be secured and safe, it's bound to open up to the general public um, in a while. All right. Now, also Square. Um, Square is a payment method. They have a Bitcoin revenue. They accept Bitcoin now. It has roughly doubled um, through the Square Cash app. And the revenue has climbed 244% year over year to $1.27 billion in the third quarter. So, um, yeah, they're selling Bitcoin. They're accepting it. These things are happening um, very rapidly. The fundamentals are a lot different now than they were last time. We have a lot of institutional buyers that are um, gobbling up uh, two-thirds of the Bitcoin that is mined. And when we mine half as much, that's really going to put pressure. And as more and more investors get involved, um, I think we're going to see some big, big gains come the happening, which is in May. Um, traditionally, according to the um, the the logarithmic charts, um, it takes about three months to six months after the happening, 
when we see the all-time highs. My thoughts are it's it's going to go up. This I really feel like this is going to be the last big dip at this level. I could be wrong, but um, I really feel with all the buying and the pressure going on it, um, it's going to go way up. When I look at the mining farms being built in the U.S. and Texas, um, it's going to be like a one gig. Wow, I just did a um, an, a uh, show on it not too long ago, but it's like 3,300-acre Bitcoin mining place in Texas, and it's just one of two big mining operations that are going on. They know Bitcoin's going to go way up, and that's why they're going to mine it, because they're hoping to cash in. So... All this stuff is going on. I think we have a bright future. We just have to be patient and, um, you know, have a, have an exit strategy. My plan is, is you know, if Bitcoin goes up to like 50000 I'll probably cash out half of it. Who knows? I may reevaluate and, and sell out at 30000 or twenty. I don't know, you know, but um, I, will, I will definitely sell some and wait for a drop after I see some all-time highs and... Um, and I'll hang on to half because I don't think I'll ever get it at these prices again. So um, that's what I'm doing. You do what you got to do. And with that, hey, have a great Thanksgiving. Uh, it's time for family. And um, try to put the Bitcoin stuff down for a while and the cryptocurrency stuff down for a while. I know it's a challenge. It'll be a challenge for me. I might even do a show on Saturday. We'll see. Maybe do a, pod, a video um, on YouTube and such. We'll see. So with that, I'm your host Shane with Mountain Crypto, over and out.